All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. We are fresh back from a lifestyle trip, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. More importantly, in my opinion, of course, as the slut I am, I am going to be sharing a very impromptu hot wife experience. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of FPS. We love Cassidy for a lot of reasons, but truly my favorite is that they care about the lifestyle. They are constantly looking for ways to get involved, to sponsor events, to partner with club owners and event hosts, and we adore them for that. And of course, you can meet sexy people there too, which is where we meet a lot of our friends and a lot of the people we end up playing with. If you want to check out Cassidy for yourself, you can do so free for an entire month by heading over to frontporchswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner, you're going to try it free for a month, be able to see all the features, see who's in your area and so much more. We'll see you there. So we're dragging ass a little bit, a little bit this morning, real hardcore actually, which is our own fault as usual. Well, we're dragging ass because we spent four days out of town. We had five hour flights either way. I have to take medication and fucking alcohol to be able to do that. <laughs> to be able to function on an airplane. Yeah, yeah. or uh, basically not function. I want to be dead asleep on the plane, which I absolutely was. As uncomfortable as it was, I was in a fucking coma. Laying um, back with your mouth open, literally. <laughs> for hours. I was like, well, this is better than the alternative of him being a fucking basket case. Mouth agape. Well, I also know it was not a great flight coming back. It was really turbulent. Yes, it was. Uh, And I kept waking up every few minutes realizing I was waking up because I was being thrown around in my fucking chair. Fortunately, I had enough medication in me that it just didn't matter. (laughs) But yeah, dragging ass to say the least. But what a great fucking time. Really enjoyed being back in Atlanta for the first time, really since college. But what a Yeah, you old man. You were like, this wasn't there when I was here. This wasn't there. I'm like, well, it's been a few years since you've been here, to be fair. I'm wearing out all the Uber drivers about, when did this get here? And what happened here? And what's the, you know, they're (laughs) like, yeah, man, it's been a long fucking time. You were here in the 90s? Yeah, it's 2022, dude. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Of course it's changed. You graduated in 90s. Give it a rest. (laughs) But yeah, very, very cool. I I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, it was a great weekend. I mean, we talked, I guess, a couple of episodes ago about kind of, I don't want to say trepidations going to a couple's eccentric event, but more so just we didn't know where we were going to fit in all of this. We were like, is this going to be a situation where we are so far outside of the norm of the participants that we're going to be uncomfortable? And we weren't. I was very surprised. Being at this event, we were at Splash in Atlanta, which is a couples only event. There are no single people there. So, of course, going to that environment, you assume it's going to be a bunch of couples that want to fuck other couples, right? Yes. And it was for sure. Yeah. But we also met a lot of hot wife couples and we also met a lot of couples that play solo. And we're going to talk about some of that. I probably at a later date. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, without giving too much away, I had an opportunity to play and I played with the wife of a hot wife couple. And 
wow, are they fucking awesome. Quickly becoming fast friends of ours. In fact, they're going to be joining us at our event in Denver. Great fucking people. And so, yeah, I, I think the, the for me, what I learned from this is regardless of what type of event you go to in this space, of course, provided it's a quality event, much like this was. And that's why we were there. The people who put this event on and host it and promote it and operate it are fucking awesome friends of ours. And that's why we were there to help support them. And it was a fucking blast. But you are going to meet people from that play in all sorts of ways, all kinds of different dynamics at pretty much all of these events. So even though it was a couple centric event, we manage, of course, to find the hot wife couples. Yeah. You know, imagine that. Well, I mean, a lot of them were listeners of our show, which, of course, was very flattering. We had people coming up and introducing themselves throughout the weekend. And it was really interesting to me to see how many hot wife couples were there and have listened to us. You know what I mean? Like, yes. obviously, that's what we talk about the majority of the time. So it shouldn't have surprised me. But that was the majority of the people that came up and and knew us from the show so yeah i mean obviously hot wife couples kind of just find each other i will also say there was a room so they had multiple playrooms um on property big playroom and the one that was the busiest throughout the entire event was the only one that allowed a couple of single men in exactly so that was really interesting to see like most of the other rooms were completely empty but there were some well vetted very well respected single men in one of the rooms and they were in fucking high d man those guys got it in this weekend well there is a lot of play space big play spaces the majority of the people were either in the dungeon or in the room that you just spoke of yep that's where people were and that that, tells you a lot it was very telling yeah very very telling basically that just because it's a couple centric event that you're going to that does not mean you're not going to find folks who don't play inside of other dynamics. So people are really becoming, I think, a lot more versatile because the truth is I am a firm believer that if you are going to stick to just one method of play, particularly couple for couple, and we heard this many times from people this weekend, it's incredibly difficult to find a four-way connection. So they're starting to branch out a little bit, which is fucking great. Yep. They're thinking about threesomes or they're thinking about separate play or they're thinking about hot wifing. And yeah, I mean, I love to hear that because for us, we've always talked about it not that you shouldn't have rules and boundaries and things that you enjoy, but putting yourself in this little box and never stepping outside of it can really limit you. So it's cool to see that people, you know, are at least having those conversations or thinking in those terms. For sure. And, and I have to say this because I, we've had this conversation before. It happens to us all the time. The part about groups like this that, you know, when you go to these couple centric events, that I always find a little bit unsettling is how couples who are And it's always the ones that are very, they're vehemently couple for couple, right? Or unicorns. They're looking for that single gal. The thing that drives me absolutely fucking insane about couples is when you and I are together, they're not approaching us, I walk away, and they swarm you. Yes. That drives me fucking insane. It's it's predatory. And it is absolutely unacceptable. If you're not willing to come up to us because you, you know, they want to engage with you potentially or even just talk to you, but you're not willing to come up to us as a couple, then you shouldn't be doing it at all. Yep. I completely agree. It fucking infuriates me. I don't understand why people think they they need to do that. That was your least favorite part of the weekend. My kind of one downer was I was very inappropriately touched twice. I don't even know if I told you about this. I don't know. Both times by a woman 
No. Yes. Well, so was I. Coming out of someone coming out of the pool, I'm like, what? She jumped on me, hugged me. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I don't know who you are. Who? What? Tell me your name. It's very sweet. I, I appreciate the attention, but you know, uh, introduce yourself, and then you know, we can go from there. <laughs> well, mine was way more egregious than that. I literally had someone grab my tit. I have this feather tattoo on my tit. Yeah. And she literally came up and grabbed it and was like, "Is there more tattoo?" I'm like, "Why is this such a freaking magnet for people to touch my tits?" Yeah. It. Listen. There, no matter where you go, no matter what the event, no matter what the occasion, there's always going to be some inappropriate behavior. It's a fucking given. And there was a lot of folks. So the few instances were, there were few and far between, but of course there's always something, right? I think Just overall that. the weekend was amazing. I it think was the phenomenal. people we met, I felt so fucking fortunate to connect with the people that we did. I mean, we had Patreon members there that we have been communicating with for years and have never had the opportunity to meet. They yes. were so fucking cool. Yep. We met a South Carolina couple. Love them. He was very complimentary to me all weekend long, so he quickly became my favorite person. Yeah, he's Just told awesome. me how fucking cute I was the entire weekend, and it never got old. <laughs> no, and his wife was just an absolute doll. She was really just adorable. They were great fucking people. Friendly, fun to be around, awesome personality. Yeah, we, we really enjoyed meeting them. We got fucking lucky. We met some of the coolest people. So yeah, overall, huge success, and I was very surprised that you were equally as naughty as me, if not more, because I fucked friends this weekend. You did. You fucked someone that you had met for like 25 minutes. Well, maybe 45. Okay. But yeah. Pretty, pretty quick, especially for you. Listen, I'm not. we're not going to talk about it today, but yeah, th that little Iowa farm girl was <laughs> no joke. I mean, first of all, as a couple, they're fucking amazing. They are some of the... I really enjoyed meeting them. They're some of the coolest fucking people, I mean, that we've met now, you know, at any of these events. And they're just, they're awesome. I can't wait to see them again. Uh, they're, as I, they're coming to Denver. They're coming to our Denver event. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, wow, what a fucking smoke show she is. <laughs> I got very lucky. I'm a very lucky person. Yeah, you have a lot of very beautiful women that could have pretty much anyone they want throwing themselves at you. So your life really doesn't suck. No. And once again, uh, again, without giving too much away, I was the first person person that this particular gal played with solo i was their first solo hot wife experience yes what a fucking treat and an honor because i'm here to tell you i'm telling you you're the hot wife whisperer it she... happens all the time we have people reach out literally weekly that are like we want brian to be our first solo experience and i'm like oh this is so much pressure for you well it, it is and it was a lot of pressure for me when i realized or when they divulged to me that i would be the first one because that's not how this conversation started obviously i was like oh shit i don't want again i don't want to fuck this up for these people <laughs> you know that would be fucking terrible better but, man, have your a game on hopefully you were hydrated. I was, but what a fucking amazing experience. She was just a doll. Well, so. We're going to talk about that at a later date as well as my fun because I got to play unicorn for a night, if you will, yes. with a couple that I adore and that I'm so glad are friends of ours. And we don't get to see that often because they live on the other side of the country. So having this experience with them really was special. So I'll be talking about that as well. They gave me consent to share all the dirty details. Yeah. Well, listen, we love them. They're, they're just awesome people. And any opportunity we get to interact with them is, I mean, we just jump at it because as you said, they live on the other side of the country. And we typically don't get to see them that much. And yep. now, you know, we're gone and living in Vegas. So very different. But yeah, what a great fucking time. Cannot wait for the next one. We will be at uh, the Splash in Fort Lauderdale. Looking forward to that. Brian has officially decided. We are going. So yeah. we got a chance. To, I We hosted the pool party. 
What on a Friday. fucking good time that was. Yeah, we there were clothespins on fucking ball sacks, oh, and there were people blowing up con. It got shit got wild. It was a good time. So we're going to be doing that again in Fort Lauderdale. Cannot wait to do that. That's in September. So more to come on that. But man, what a great fucking weekend. I'm, I was really happy that the first real couple kind of centric event that you and I attended of this magnitude went as well as it did. What a great fucking time. I agree. Yeah. So it sounds like I'm also going to get to play Unicorn for the Night again this week. Yes, you are. Because it is Nicole's birthday. Nicole, who you guys have heard about on this show many times before, she and her husband Nick are probably our closest friends in Vegas. For sure. And it's her birthday this weekend, and she has requested that I join them for a threesome and twist my arms so hard for, you know, me having to fuck two ridiculously hot, cool people as a birthday gift. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and I Again, get And my life doesn't suck either. No, and I had the opportunity to play with Nicole before we left for Atlanta, which was also very hot. We'll talk a little bit about that later, too. Yeah, always a fucking treat to, to see them dressed or otherwise. Yeah, so that'll happen this week. And then I also have my sex Frenchman friend coming. Yes, he's coming in this week and actually he's going to take you to dinner and you guys are going to spend the evening together. It's fucking awesome. I can't wait to see him. He's just so much fun. Yeah, we're going on like a like a sex date. Like a you legit know. date. Well, yeah, where you have dinner, but you know right afterwards you're going to be jumping each other's bones. That's what this is. Yeah, there's no like no trepidation. No one's like uncertain as to what's going to happen at the end of this date. <laughs> he knows he's getting laid. He is. He's taking a slut to dinner. It's happening. Yeah. It's going down. Yeah. I am so excited. I love fucking him. I love when he speaks dirty to me in French. I don't know what he's saying, but I just hope that it's something super dirty. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. He'd be reading a fucking menu or something. In my mind, he's telling me, oh, you have the best pussy in the world, Brenna. That's what it is. All right, we'll go with that. Well, he's awesome. I can't wait to see him. We've got a lot of fucking cool shit happening this month. It's going to be fast and furious. We have a lot of fucking people coming in town. Our friends Adam and Leah are coming this uh, this month. We're going to get a chance to see them. And I get to fuck someone that I've been wanting to fuck for a long time. Yes, you do. Since our Phoenix event. Yes. Yes, 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 you do. It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. I'm so excited for that. Literally, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. When I think of he and I fucking, I immediately get wet. Well, yeah, because you're uh, slutty. That's why. Yeah, but he's also hot and he has a giant cock and I'm so excited. Yes, yes, he does. Oh, God, it's going to be great. What a great month this is shaping up to be. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're going to have to get our exercise in because it's going to be uh, it's going to be a workout. No <laughs> doubt about it. Water those giant water bottles to yeah. just carry with us at all times. I've got my gallon. We've got to keep <laughs> hydrated. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking blast. Lots happening. We've got to get to single guy tip of the week because, okay, okay the one the, the one I think we're going to talk about today is hilarious and tragic. At the same time. And then, of course, I ha- we have to have this conversation about what it is that I'm we're hearing whispers of in this space having to do with single men. It is it is boggling my mind. Okay, let's so, talk about it. So all. well, let's talk about the single guy tip of the week first. Okay. Mr. Let me let me make sure I do this right. C C D C. God, For those yes. of you who don't know what that means, and I wasn't entirely sure either. The truth is, it's, it's it makes a lot of sense when you think about it, but the context in which it was delivered, it never really occurred to me. So here's what happened. This guy reaches out to me, and he's like, you're really beautiful. I am kind of starting anew, and I would really like to connect with you. I just got out of CCDC, so I'm really looking to you know catch a good vibe and hang out with some cool people. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is CCDC? Listen, I thought it was some new BDSM thing that I was completely unaware of. I'm like, CCDC? Because, well, because you met him or he, he interacted with you on our BDSM 
our kink site. Yes. So I'm thinking, okay, this guy's into some shit that I'm just not aware of, like <laughs> CCDC. Yeah. Is this what like the fuck a, is that? Is this like a kinky training program I don't know of? Or yeah. So what I'm the trying to <laughs> figure out what this acronym fucking means. I'll tell you what it means. It means Clark County Detention Center. Yeah. That's what it meant. I'm listen, like, what the fuck? Listen, before we say this, just know everyone fucks up, okay? And yeah. sometimes fucking up lands you in places that you don't want to be. I'm not judging that. I'm one of those people. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, you've yeah. gotten into some trouble. But sure have. My point is that it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean I'm not going to want to fuck you. What makes me really not want to fuck you is when you lead with that in your first fucking message to me. Listen, I really appreciate the honesty. Okay? I really do. I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate you not hiding who you are and being okay with the mistakes you've made. 100%. I'm the same way. No issue. But what I wouldn't necessarily do, as a tip, just throwing this out there, gentlemen... <laughs> Don't lead with that. No. Don't lead with that. Because, well, a couple of things, right? If that's what you have to open up with, that tells people a few things, right? One, you've you've made some really poor decisions based on what it is that you're saying. And so now you're suspect, your judgment is suspect instantly. But also like, well, if that's all you got, what, I mean, what are we going to talk about beyond that? So- <laughs> And I mean, it really, I mean, it's like you, it's, it's the elephant in the room. You can't ignore it once it's there. Right. It was just just so, it was jarring to me more than anything. Like I said, I'm not, not willing to fuck someone just because they landed themselves in a little bit of trouble. You do it all the time. It's not something, you know, dangerous or whatever. Something that's going to make me feel like I'm in danger. You fuck someone who's been in trouble all the time. (laughs) I'm sure I fucked a lot of people that have landed themselves in jail a time or two. That's not my point. My point is they certainly didn't tell me that in the first message. Could you imagine if you messaged me the very first time that we, that I put the Craigslist ad out and that's what you led with? Yeah, no, that's not a thing. Don't do that. That's insane to me. What are you thinking? Yeah, look, man, I get it. (laughs) Trust me. You got out. You're eager. You're looking to make some moves. I just wouldn't open up with that, you know, information. You know, that's something. And frankly, if you're a good person, everybody fucks up. You make mistakes. No big deal. You don't need to share that with anyone, particularly someone that you're just maybe just going to play with. This isn't a relationship situation where you've got to divulge all of your fucking personal history. Don't well, You don't have to share that with anybody. And I get that a lot. I get that a lot from single guys. They'll reach out and tell me their whole fucking life bio about their last relationship and why it ended and they got cheated on and this happened and that happened. And I'm like, dude, this is about sex and fun for me. I don't need to know all of your baggage. Yeah, it's not. It, listen, at the stage that we that you were at, which was the initial message, that's completely unnecessary necessary you don't need don't feel the need to, to divulge that guys that's you don't have to do that yeah you know provided it's different if we become friends and yeah. we're you know having conversation where it kind of organically comes up that's a very different thing and again i would never judge someone no. for making a mistake fuck no uh, I mean, listen we've all done well not all of us a lot of us have done a lot of say, us i've never been in jail no a lot of us have made mistakes gotten many speeding tickets over the years but that's about it <laughs> for sure listen it, 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 anything can happen right I mean, everybody can fuck up it, it doesn't take anything to you know to make a mistake it's it's no big deal but don't lead with that <laughs> save that for a later date oh my god it Please. was so funny we were dying laughing when i finally figured out it was clark county detention center i'm like is this fucking for real like, what the fuck yeah i just i was blown away it never even occurred to me it just never occurred to me you know okay so i gotta say this on the heels of that i'm hearing whispers we've seen videos and then you know we somebody mentioned it at this event that we were just at kind of off color because they thought it was ridiculous as well this idea apparently is being floated around 
about an accreditation for single men. In other words, guys are going to sign up. They're going to take a class. They're going to, I guess it's a course or it's online or it's in person or whatever. And they're going to receive a diploma of sorts as a single male, a certified accredited single male in the lifestyle space. Literally card carrying (laughs) single men. Listen to me. Listen to me. I liken this to those folks who have unfortunately gone to bartending school. I have never in my life hired a bartender who went to bartending school. If you have to do that, you've already made a mistake. Or if you think you have to do that, you've already made a mistake. If you are a quality, single, individual, human being, you do not need a card or an accreditation to be valued in this space. You just got to be a good fucking person. Yes. Start with that. So here's my feelings on it. Yes, I think that part is ridiculous. Fucking insane. I do think clubs could benefit from something similar to this, doing their own programs, not necessarily like, oh, we're going to give you a card that says you're accredited. More so, it would be nice if people had to go through an orientation, but I think it should be everyone, not just the single dudes. We know. Because couples, like especially with playroom etiquette, understanding what a closed door means, all of that kind of stuff, we've seen... Couples way more so than single men for sure being an issue with those types of things. Well, that's what the vetting process is for. And we we know folks who operate like we do operate events and host events. And there is a, you know, not so much a course, obviously, but there is an information process along with the vetting process. Like, hey, have you been to an event before? What was your experience like? This is what you can expect at our events. And then, of course, there's follow up questions. And then when they get to the venue, that's when you give a, a more of a detailed kind of breakdown of what's going on because each venue, you know, is different. That's totally understandable. But the idea that you're going to, to me, it's fucking insulting. I spoke to a couple of our our single guy friends and a couple of single guys that we know, and they, they were like, are you fucking kidding me? They, they were offended by it. Yeah, like you're treating them like children. It's ridiculous. It's all because insane. they're single men. Listen, we talk about it so much in this space. The hierarchy of couples and looking down on single men and treating them like second class citizens is fucking ridiculous. So to act as if single men have to be accredited to be able to participate in this lifestyle when nobody else should be. Nobody else should have those same qualifications or any of that kind of shit. It is so insulting. I cannot imagine a single guy being willing to do that, nor should you. Nor should you be willing to do that. To me, it's simple. Like I said, we... If you're going to ask a single male to do that, then you had better ask single females and couples to do the same thing. Yep. Because we have never, never had a single male at any event ever cause us an issue or anyone else that we're aware of it's never been the case i'm not saying it doesn't happen very aware of certain issues with single men but the couples are by far the biggest issue absolutely so if we're talking about proper behavior at events and making sure that there are proper behaviors put in place couples are the biggest culprits and therefore should be the ones that need to be accredited yeah and don't even get me started on this concept and we've heard this a number of times it's something i really disregard is this unicorn hunters concept these couples that you know there's a lot of couples who just simply seek out unicorns or single females uh, again <laughs> you want to get accredited you want to get, t- give somebody a course you better start right there. 
because we've seen it. It happens to you. It happens to us. It is so fucking predatory. It it creeps me out. Listen, when I'm alone at an event. I left you alone for five minutes. Yep. I had I probably had four couples that came up to me. One of one. One of whom was the one that grabbed my tit. So, you know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't. I'm not with it. So single guys. Do not fall prey to that bullshit. Just be a quality fucking human being. Just do the fucking right thing. Do the smart thing. Think before you say or text or do anything. Well, and do your research. I mean, why yeah. do you have to be accredited when there's so much information out there? There are podcasts. There are Reddit threads. There are forums on Cassidy. There are so many places you can go for solid information. You can reach out and talk to someone. I mean, obviously, we've done coaching in the past with single men, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Give us a chance to answer your questions and let you know our thoughts on things. But but to say that you need to have a card carrying that you're Ugh. carrying around in order to be a quality single man in the lifestyle is absolutely preposterous. Listen, we answer, I answer emails and questions all the time from single guys. As a matter of fact, I was communicating with one. One of them reached out to me on Cassidy specifically to ask a question. We have these conversations a lot with single dudes. And if you're quality, if you're a solid dude, you're going to get it. And most of them do. So all of that bullshit's unnecessary. I just found that so bizarre. It's like a theme, right? The, like the next trend is going to be single guy orientations and you're going to have to go through a class and get a diploma before you're going to be accepted into an event. Get the fuck out of here with that. Run from that, gentlemen. If that's something that you're, you know, someone's telling you you have to do, run from that. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's ridiculous. Well, and so. conversely, clubs and events should be doing more to keep the bad guy, the bad single guys out. Bad right? single because people Because then we don't out. have any need for this kind of bullshit. Listen, I don't care whether you're single or coupled or otherwise. If you're solid people, no issue. But if you're not, then you shouldn't be attending these events. Yeah. You know, it's really that simple. And of course, mistakes are made. People are new. And I also say that at Splash, where we were just at, lots of newbie couples, which I thought was really very cool. It was a really nice kind of entry level feeling there because everyone was very friendly, easy to get along with, very accommodating and informational. We met a lot of first time couples, couples who have been in the lifestyle for a little bit of time, but have never been to an event. And then some, this was their first experience in the lifestyle at all. Which is ballsy. Let really me say, ballsy. that is ballsy. I'm yeah. impressed with those people. Yeah, that's a big leap, man. So there's room to make errors obviously but the idea that you're going to have to present like your members card at the fucking door of an event is to me just outrageous i agree outrageous <laughs> when you told me that i was like that cannot be real yeah. and then he showed it to me i was like oh that's fucking real unless you're gonna do that across the board single gals couples everybody you can't just ask single dudes to do that well listen there's a lot of kink places that have orientations for people Absolutely. they have to sit through a class and they have to sign off saying they understand all the rules yeah. and i don't think there's anything wrong with that but it's not for just part of no. their clientele it's for everyone yeah you'll have to like the the group that we were a part of you have to attend x amount of munches for example before you can even take the class and you know th- it's a lot of you know it's safety and consent and all those things and that there's nothing wrong with that but like you said that was across the board that was for everyone yeah you know not you're not just pinpointing one particular type of person or gender or whatever that's just not okay yeah i think the thing that i don't understand about the lifestyle 
in general is how being in a relationship somehow makes you a different person. That's like <laughs> the eyes of a lot of people. That's the perception of a lot of people in the lifestyle. Right. If you're a partnered man, you're solid, you're good, you're safe. Yeah, there's at least but, one woman that can put up with your shit. So surely you are you know, eligible to be here. But the second you break up or if you come into the lifestyle just single in general, ah, get the fuck out of here. You're a yeah. pariah. You're, you're a problem. Yeah. You've, it makes yeah. no sense. Come on, people. Use your logical skills here. Yeah. And guys, again, single guy tip of the week. Bonus, do not fall prey to that shit. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people you can reach out to for questions and guidance. And I mean, just, yeah, do your homework. Fuck that. Agreed. That's crazy. Crazy. Anyway, that's my rant on that shit. Also, uh, single guys, don't start out with your criminal record when reaching out to folks on <laughs> dating sites. That is not an opener. I don't care that you are in the CCDC don't in the care. first message, okay? Yeah, not we something you... We become friends, maybe share it. Feel yeah. free to share. But until then, eh, maybe keep that shit under wraps. Yeah, you don't need to divulge that. <laughs> Nobody's business. So anyway, we have... Uh, so you've got a pretty hot fucking story. I knew nothing about it. I thought it was very fucking cool. I was completely clueless. Well, let me tell you what kind of happened as we lead into this as a little teaser here. There are certain days when I am so horny yeah, I know. that I literally cannot think of anything else. It's very cyclical. It's like a couple days every month where if I don't get as much dick as humanly possible, I feel like I'm going to explode. Yeah. And this was that day and it led to quite the experience. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Everly Well. You guys know from listening to our show that we make pleasure a top priority in our lives. And as a result, we also have to make sure our sexual health is top priority. And if you guys are the same way, we definitely think that you should check out Everly Well. Everly Well is at-home lab tests that you can take, send into them. They provide you with your statuses and next steps if necessary for a lot of different health concerns. But we specifically use them, especially me every two months to test for my STD status. It is so easy. I get a box in the mail. I take the test quickly. It takes less than two minutes. I put it in the mail, send it off. And within just a few days, I have my status on the Everly Well app. And I can also share that with my healthcare provider, my partners, anyone that might, might want that information from me. It is so easy. I cannot tell you how much I love this service. I will be using it from here on out. And if you guys would like to as well, Everly Well is offering a discount of 20% off of an at-home lab test kit for listeners of our show. So if you go to everlywell.com FPS, you're going to get 20% off your first kit. Again, that's everlywell.com FPS to take control of your sexual health and make sure that you have your status ASAP. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Promescent. We love Promescent because we love quality products. Promescent truly takes their products so seriously. They want to make sure that their body's safe and that they can be used by people with sensitive skin like myself. I break out from so many different products. I have never had any issues with the lubes from Promescent, their massage oils, or any of the other products that I've tried. I know that they take my health seriously and they want to make sure that they're providing top quality products, which is why I recommend Promescence products to all of my friends, especially my lifestyle friends, because you guys use a lot of fun stuff, a lot of stuff that Promescence sells. So if you want to check out their full line of bedroom wellness products, you can do so today by heading over to Promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Stock up on your lubes, your condoms, your delay sprays, and so much more. 
We have some very big events coming up, you guys, and we would love for you to check out the information. You guys have been hearing about our Real Hot Wives of Denver event for a few weeks now, July 23rd in the Denver area, but we have a brand new event. Tickets are now on sale for happening in Portland, Oregon, the PNW. Yeah, we are going to be at Club Pravada, which is an amazing venue. We just fell in love with the folks there were fucking incredible. Cannot wait to host an event in Portland. Yes, and that is going down August 25th. Yeah, this will be a private event. This is a three-level club. We're going to take over the third level of this thing and just have an amazing hot wife event. I cannot fucking wait. So if you are a hot wife couple, a cuckold couple, a stag and vixen couple, a respectful single man, and you want to come to either of those events or see more information, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com today and get your tickets while they last. So as I mentioned, this was an experience that kind of came out of necessity. I needed cock. Now, that's not to say I was not very excited to play with this man because I have played with him once before. We actually created some content together in a hotel room about a month ago. Yeah. And that was a blast. He's just so fun to be around. He's one of those people that just has this very calm energy and he's kind of down for whatever. And I fucking love that. And so... We played about a month ago, and we've been flirting with each other ever since. Yeah, and it's interesting because he is not necessarily your physical type. I would say not at all. Not to say he's not handsome. No, good-looking dude. He's a very good-looking man. He's just not... I mean, if if we were in a bar or something, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a hot dude. I want to go pick him up because he's not really my physical preference. No, and it's funny because even this past weekend, you and I have... We were talking because we there's a lot of people that we were in contact with. It's interesting how far apart our preferences are when it comes to people we're attracted to you and i we're just we're just attracted to very different people well not necessarily always with women we're typically no men too no with women we're attracted to the same type typically yes you definitely you like a lot of different types of women you're into a lot of different body types and a lot of different looks and aesthetics and that sort of thing but my preference with women is brunette, big-bootied women, and that certainly is not not your preference. <laughs> oh, no. It's absolutely a preference, but where you and I, like, we veer off when it comes to guys, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, I do. I At this point in my life, I have a very specific type, but with this guy, it was kind of fun the first time we played together to play with him because I haven't played with someone that's kind of built like him in a while, and I love that variety. That's we, I've talked about this thousands of times. That variety is what is exciting to me about the lifestyle, being able to find a lot of different flavors and tastes. And also, I'm in different moods sometimes. Like, this is a guy who is not dominant. He is very much willing to let me take the reins. He's willing to kind of take a back seat. And I love that. That kind of calming energy, not always my preference, but sometimes I'm in the mood for it. And on a day like this where I'm like, oh my God, I just want fucking cock. That's all I want is cock. This was the perfect guy to come through for me. Well, so I had absolutely no idea what was going on. I thought I understood what was happening, but I actually didn't. I had no fucking clue. So what happened was, and we've been playing a lot more with this kind of type of play where I basically tell you, hey, I'm going to go do something. I'm not going to tell you who it's with. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going. I had safety precautions in place. And also, I've met this man on a few occasions now, And I knew him as well. So I was not concerned for my safety at all. But I didn't want to tell you anything. I wanted this to be one giant surprise. And I really wanted to kind of keep you on your toes with it. Yeah, it was very interesting because I was thinking, okay, I know, I got an idea what she's doing. I wasn't even fucking close. 
So what happened was earlier in the day, I said, we were kind of trying to figure out our work day. And I said, well, I'm going to take an afternoon break and I'm going to go do something naughty. And you're like, oh, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm not telling you. And you said, who are you going with? And I said, I'm not telling you. And you just trusted me. And it was awesome. Yeah. So he and I had been talking for about a week about doing something kind of semi-public because we're both very into that idea. I have so many fantasies around like fucking in dressing rooms and being fingered at tables. And, you know, a lot of it is pretty risky. So I don't do a lot of it. No, you, I, you and I don't. Well, listen, first of all. We always go to the same places because we like the people that work in those places. So it would be very difficult for us to do that in the places that we typically frequent, much like we did back home in Montana at the coffee shop. That was probably not the best <laughs> idea when you consider they knew us by name. <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't remember that, I basically, I didn't basically. No, no, basically. You I, sucked my cock in the coffee shop. legitimately sucked your cock in a coffee shop. And it was not a dead coffee shop. It was busy. It's the it's the second busiest coffee shop in the town we lived in. And it's incredibly <laughs> fucking busy. And it's not a big place. It's it's rather small. And they, there are all these little cubbies. And yeah. we can kind of, we snuck away into one of them. And yeah, it totally sucked your cock. Now, yes, we have not done anything quite that extreme since. I would fucking love to if I didn't think I'd be arrested. But, right. but I rub your cock at the bar all the time. Oh, yeah. That's, we'll be yeah. sitting at a bar and it's if it's, you know, out enough that I can sneak my hand under and I don't think anyone's going to see. I'll just sit there and stroke your fucking cock. Yeah. But to really do the kind of things that you're talking about doing in the places that we frequent would be a terrible fucking plan. We'd have to go out of town and go someplace where no one knows us just in case we got caught. Well, I was explaining to him all of my kind of public kink or semi-public play ideas that I had. And he's like, well, those all seem a little risky. But if you ever wanted to fuck in my truck, it's pretty tinted. Right. And I was like, oh, this could be interesting. And then when we first started kind of putting the idea together, he wanted me to come meet him in a certain place and, you know, have it be a really secluded place. He was trying to think of places where we could both just pull up and fuck and leave. And there was like no risk of anything really. Right. And I was like, well, how tinted are your windows? And he's like, oh, they're super tinted. I said, well, then I have a kinkier idea for you. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. I have a naughtier idea. So I told him to come to our complex. Right. And there is this spot at the back of the complex that basically backs up to a golf course. Yeah, it's a country club behind us. And there are people that are constantly driving by these parking spots, but... There's not really anyone lingering around. There wouldn't be any reason to. You would basically just park your car, get out, and walk. Yeah, if you're not a member of the country club, you're not playing golf or something, you're not going to be there. Well, not only that, but even if you are playing golf, there's all these trees and vegetation, and it was still pretty secluded. Right. But it was more so the idea for me mentally of, oh, I'm only like 100 feet away from Brian at this point, and people that live near us could easily walk by. Now, they're not going to be able to see because his windows were super tinted, but that felt so kinky to me. The idea of like, my neighbor could walk by while I'm fucking sucking cock in this truck. Yeah. And again, I had no idea where you were. You told me you were, I said, okay. Okay, I'll, and I'll see you in a little bit. And you're like, yeah, it, it won't be that long. I'm walking. I'm like, fucking walking? Like, wh what are you talking about? Where <laughs> are like, you are going? are you taking the car? What are you I'm like, nope, I'm just walking. So what happened was I walked to the back of the complex. He actually met me, picked me up in the truck and drove me the rest of the way. And we pulled into this parking spot. We're both just sitting in the front of his truck. And this is what I fucking love about this guy. The first thing he says as we're parking is, you're going to have to 
set the tempo here. This is about you. I want to make sure that you're really into this. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I love that. Because again, I have so many alpha men in my life. And while that is typically what really speaks to me, there are certain times and certain moods that I get in where I just want to fucking like manhandle someone else. Yeah. You've had a couple of play partners like that in the past that it was really an interesting dynamic where you had someone back in Montana that you would play with that really let you take the reins and you were really kind of the the top in that dynamic i had a couple of people like that yeah and then of course you had some play partners who you know like myself are far more dominant so that energy transference was really kind of it was really unique it is two completely different experiences an alpha man and more of a i don't want to say a beta but more of just a laid back man those are two very different sexual experiences yeah for sure so the fact that he said that i was instantly turned on so i told him i'm like we're each going to get out and get in the back seat one at a time. I said, I'm going to go first and then you're going to follow me so that if anyone is watching, it's not, I mean, it's probably pretty fucking obvious, sure. but it would have been way more obvious had two people gotten out at the same time, opened the doors and hopped in the back seat. Yeah, probably. So I get out, I get in the back seat and then I tell him to wait like 20, 30 seconds and then do the same thing. So he does, he gets in the back seat and immediately I just start making out with him. I am kissing him all over. I'm kissing him on his neck. I'm kissing him on his ear. I'm kind of nibbling on his ear. I just am like shoving my fucking tongue in his mouth. I was so horned up and I wanted this so badly that I literally just pounced on him. And again, so typically not me. No, while you are absolutely interested in engaging in all of those activities on a regular basis, you're not the one that would ordinarily kind of, you know, instigate it. So I also had this dress on. I had no bra and I had no panties, obviously by design. I wanted him to have very easy access. And I knew that if I put it was it's a really short little pink dress. Yeah. I mean, it barely covers my ass cheeks. So the ability for me to really have a lot of a lot of movement and, and get around very easily was it was perfect. And it was also fucking hot because what happens is we're making out. I start straddling him. The backseat is big enough that I can put one leg all the way over and just straddle him. Right. And I have no panties on and he still has his pants on and he's rock fucking hard. And I start basically rubbing my bare pussy on his cock over his jeans. So hot. So fucking hot. And he is just so hard and he's moaning already and I'm just continuing to make out with him. And then I told him, I'm like, I want you to put one hand on each of my ass cheeks. And he's like, okay. So he does. He kind of hikes my dress up. He has my full ass exposed. Again, my pussy's rubbing all over him. I'm just grinding up against him and I'm whispering naughty shit in his ear. I'm like, oh, I feel you getting so hard right now. I can't wait to have that cock inside of me. Do you want me to suck that cock for you like just telling him it all of i i was so surprised at myself yeah i that, felt like such a fucking badass that's way out there for you i know it was so hot though and he was so obviously into it i mean he is beaming from ear to ear he's just grabbing onto my ass he's like i love when you dirty talk to me he wasn't doing a lot of dirty talk back until later which we'll get to which was also very kind of hot so anyway that grinding went on for a while and i am dripping wet i can literally feel my wetness on his jeans that's how wet i am well yeah i mean you you were horned up when you left the house oh my god yes so <laughs> then 
I basically command him to go down on me. And he's like, happily. So I'm kind of, and this is the only downside of being in a truck or a car or something when, yeah. you, when you're doing this kind of stuff is it's hard to concentrate because you're squished. You're not able to really just relax and feel. And so there was a moment where I'm kind of crunched in this corner and he's going down on me and it feels great. He's just kind of flicking his tongue over my clit. And then he starts suctioning on my clit a little bit. And it feels amazing, but I was fairly certain I wasn't going to be able to come. Well, you're in your own head at that point. It's too much, you know, it's it's not super comfortable. It's not uh, ideal, you know? Well, he could tell that I was kind of, because the first time we were together, I came in probably three minutes of right. him sucking on my clit. So he was like, I need to up my game, don't I? And I was like, apparently you do. And he's like, okay. So he slides two fingers inside of me and he starts licking my clit again. And this was so fucking hot. He pulls his fingers out, shoves them in his mouth. And he's like, you have no idea how wet and sweet you taste. And from there, it was like, all of it went out the window. My head was completely in it again. I was so fucking turned on by that. I loved how naughty it felt. I also loved that coming from him right. because he's he's not a super kinky dude. But he's also he's very um, he's not introverted by any means, but certainly quiet. He was when we first met. He was really nice and very polite, but not you know really overly gregarious or anything like that. Just kind of reserved. Yes. Yeah, so for this reserved dude to be putting his fingers in and out of me and then sucking my cum off of his fingers i was like oh my god that's so fucking hot so i told him to stick his fingers back inside of me and let me taste him off his fingers also fucking naughty and then so we're both basically have my cum all over our faces and we just start making out with each other as he continues to finger me and i came hard i came so hard i was like i might have squirted on your hand and he's like i think you did and i was like that is so fucking hot oh god i loved it <laughs> and again imagine all of this is happening very close to you very yeah. close to our neighbors in a place where no one's going to see us but in my mind the idea of someone potentially seeing us is fueling a lot of this for me it's just it was so fucking hot well it's not completely out of the question that someone could have it just would have been unusual yeah exactly so then i'm like of course i want to suck his cock so he pulls off his jeans of course it takes a couple minutes again a downside of being in a truck yeah not the easiest thing to pull off jeans and get a belt off and all that shit but he eventually does he pulls his shirt off and I start devouring his cock because I am so worked up at this point. I mean, I am I'm sucking on his cock. I asked if he liked his balls being played with because I don't remember that we did anything with his balls the first time we were together. And he's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to my balls. So I'm going back and forth between sucking on his cock and sucking on his balls. When I'm sucking on his balls, I'm using one hand to just like slowly stroke up and down his cock. And then I'm rubbing my hands on his thighs as I go back to just sucking on his cock i'm deep throating him it was so fucking amazing and i loved how appreciative he was of my cock sucking there is nothing hotter to me than a guy being like oh my god that feels so good you are so good at that what are you doing with your tongue whatever it is it's fucking amazing yeah if you're listen guy you know any guys that are in this space certainly single guys particularly if you're not complimentary of the person providing you with oral stimulation you're you're fucking missing out really missing out yeah because some guys just aren't that vocal which is fine but i prefer a vocal man i like when people can tell me what they like what makes them feel good i can tell in that moment that he's comfortable with me which is what yes. made the mo that was what 
mattered the most to me more than anything. Yeah, I can promise you I did that this weekend and it paid dividends. So <laughs> you really need to make sure you're doing that. Well, and as he's telling me that, I'm like picking up the pace and I'm going further down. I'm choking on his cock. I told him to hold my head down. So he's kind of like bobbing my head up and down on his cock at one point. At the same time, I'm using my hands on his balls. I'm rubbing on his, like reaching up and rubbing on his chest a little bit. It was just very hot. It became very carnal very right. quickly because I was in that mindset already. And I think he was feeding off of that like a lot. And every time I would give him an instruction, like push my head down or, you know, at one point right. I kind of almost rolled towards him and exposed my tits. And I was like, grab my tits while I suck your cock. And he was like, okay, and just starts grabbing. So he was very enthusiastic and it made everything so much better. Yeah, it, well, it always does when it's that kind of heat. It's just this kind of animal instincts take over. It's, it's fucking intense. Yes, fucking loved it. So then, of course, I want to fucking ride his cock. And let me also tell you, when I was grinding on him, it felt so fucking good. If I had done that for a little while longer, especially kind of the the placement of my clit on him and everything, I probably could have made myself come. I, oh, I want to sure. try that again in the future because it felt fucking phenomenal and i don't think i've ever come just from that but it was like the texture of the jeans and the angle we were at and just how my clit was kind of rubbing on him in just the perfect way it was fucking awesome so what he does is he puts on a condom and i get back on top of him and i'm grinding on him again for a second so it's just like pussy on cock and i'm just like using his cock as this texture against me and i'm making out with him again i'm kissing on his neck and then i tell him to kiss on my neck and he he starts kind of kissing on my ear and I tell him, you know, right, just an inch lower and you're going to have my spot. And of course, he just fucking locks onto that spot under my ear and is kissing me there. And my whole body is just like tingling. It just it felt amazing. And again, every 30 seconds or so, I'm thinking to myself, like, we're in public. We're in a yeah. truck in our complex. Like, this is hot. It's so much naughtier when you're in a place where you know that you shouldn't be doing something. Well, it always is, right? There's always that added element of danger. So you just, you know, you never know. Yeah, it gets your heart pumping even more. And it just, I don't know. I felt like such a slut and I loved it. Oh, well, you are. <laughs> because again, I'm also thinking like Brian is working right now. I think you're on a TikTok live or something. So I'm thinking in my head, Brian's doing work stuff while I'm fucking rubbing my clit on this guy's cock in his truck. Yeah. And again, not really something that you know it's not the kind of place where people are going to just walk by and stumble upon but someone could easily have have been there yeah so then of course i have to slide onto his cock he is so when i say rock hard i am not giving it justice he is so hard that his cock is purple at first i thought the condom was too tight and i asked him like does this condom fit you okay and he's like yes and i said your cock's kind of purple and he's like that's because i want to fuck you so bad yeah at that and point he had to just be so fucking worked up again that visual representation and him telling me how badly he wants to fuck me, I don't think I could have gotten on that cock any fucking faster. I lowered myself onto it and I just start fucking going to town. I am booty bouncing. I am swirling my hips. I am like rubbing my clit at the same time that I'm doing all of these other things. We're making out with each other. Then I, at one point I just started grabbing onto both of my tits and squeezing them and he's talking about how hot that looks and there was one 
one point we were fucking so hard I literally almost fell back off of his cock there's like a console in the front seat yeah. that I my back hit it because I was so focused on the cock and like going up and down and going harder and harder that I just pushed myself right off I almost fell into the front seat so fucking hot and then there was this point where I came and instead of stopping, because a lot of times when I come, it's very, very intense. I squeeze so hard that I have to kind of take a moment, take a beat to to get myself composed again to start riding. Instead, this time, I came very hard, but I gripped onto him and then just started continuing to pick up the pace again, like very, very slow at first and then just building and building. And it was, oh my God, it felt so fucking good. I probably came three or four times in like a 10 minute period of me riding his cock. Yeah, most of the time you squeeze so hard you can launch yourself off of a cock if you're oh, riding fuck somebody. yeah it happens all the time yeah always and, but i am also dripping wet my my cum is all in between my legs running down to my fucking knees at one point i kind of pulled myself off of him for just a second and i look and i'm like you're covered in my cum and he's like oh i know <laughs> i can feel it <laughs> and then he's like i really want to fuck you on top and i'm like okay i don't know exactly how this is gonna work because you oh, know where there's a will there's a way yeah we fucking figured it out we got the positioning down just fine so what i did was i basically laid on my back but i had one leg bent and off of the seats right so one leg kind of straight out or barely bent and then the other one off so that right. he had basically plenty of room to get inside of me he gets in between my legs he pushes inside of me and then very manly and very much not what i was expecting from him he grabs one of my legs and basically puts it up and puts it almost like over the crook of his elbow yeah and is grabbing on to my thigh very aggressively very confidently and he gets this look on his face and he's just and then he starts talking dirty to me which really wasn't the case up to that point and it got raunchy fast he is talking about how tight my little pussy is and how fucking good it feels how he wants to fuck me as often as possible how he's been thinking about this pussy since the last time he had it and i am just being sent over the fucking edge i came so hard i I literally saw stars. It was so fucking amazing. Well, at that point, I mean, he's so fucking worked up. And, you know, you almost can't, you have to believe that no matter who the person is or how not necessarily dominant he is, he's going, that that's just going to come out, right? I mean, that, that again, that animal instinct is just going to come out. Well, it doesn't always have to, though. And that's the thing is there are so many people that hold back from that side of themselves, right? They don't right. actually just let themselves go during sex. My absolute favorite quality about somebody in the bedroom is someone who can turn their brains off enough to just feel. And this was an example of that. He is somebody who is a little bit tightly buttoned up, a little bit shyer. And for him to just unleash like that and be grabbing me aggressively and just fucking me as hard as he can, as deep as he can. And he's saying all these dirty things to me. In my mind, I'm like, oh, we're there. He's he's there. He's at a point where he can just feel. Yeah, well, it's someone expressing themselves while you're engaged, you know, with them sexually is like the hottest fucking thing. It changes the entire dynamic of that session. Oh, my God, it so does. So, yeah, I come really, really hard and he's like, I'm really close. And I'm like, good, then push right back inside of me. And he does. And I have my tits out and I'm squeezing on them. I'm squeezing on the nipples. I'm telling him how good his cock feels. I'm like, yes, fuck me harder. Fuck me deeper. I know you have more in you than that. And so he's picking up the pace even more. I mean, I can't even imagine what that fucking truck. I, it was probably rocking all over the place now that I'm thinking back to it. Yeah, anybody that saw it absolutely knows what was going on. Because the end was 
fucking intense. I mean, he is pounding me and I am very much coming very loudly. And then he came and it was fucking intense. He lets out this moan, this incredibly sexy moan. And then he just slowly is pumping inside of me and he's looking me directly in the eyes while he's doing it. And I was like, oh, I fucking love that. I wish every man would look me in the eyes while he's coming. Too many men close their eyes. That eye contact during an orgasm, that is a powerful fucking thing. Well, especially, well, yes, it is. And then guys who can express themselves, like I said, and, and be more audible, it, it changes everything. It, it will change for you if, if, as a single guy playing in this space. If you are willing to be vulnerable, let's say, and, and expressive, man, it will change the course of that fucking play. That's exactly what it is. When someone can look you in the eyes while they're coming, that is a vulnerability. That is, is them allowing you to see the pleasure and not trying to hide from it. That's yeah. how I see it. And I see it as such a confident move. It was so fucking hot. I literally, that look in his eyes and the way his eyes were just kind of, you know, softening as he continued to come. I mean, I'm never going to forget that. It was so fucking hot. No. All the while in this fucking truck in our complex. I mean, there's just so many hot elements to this whole thing. Yeah. And again, I, I knew nothing about this. I, I had some, I thought I had some idea of what you might be planning, but I wasn't even fucking close. So then here's what happens. He has a towel. He brought a towel and he kind of cleans himself off a little bit with it. I kind of wiped my myself just very lightly with it because I wasn't going far so I didn't have to clean up too much and then we just laid in the backseat my dress is still hiked up my pussy's still out my tits are still out his he's completely naked and we're just sitting there kind of like petting each other in the backseat it was very hot he's kind of rubbing my legs and he at one point kind of reached over and touched my pussy again he's like are you sensitive I was like I'm so fucking sensitive and he's like good and we kind of kissed on each other a little bit and it was just the perfect conversation down it was very sexy and again a level of comfort with him that was very refreshing to me because this is a man i've only played with one other time but being able to be in a public space in his truck after just fucking and then just not really thinking about anything other than touching each other and coming down from this sex we just had was it was great well I that speaks it. more to how slutty and horny you are than anything else oh fucking for sure it does i needed it listen this was not a session of oh, I want to have sex today. It'd be cool if I had sex today. Oh, wouldn't it be hot if I hooked up in a truck? No, that's not what this was. This was, I woke up in the morning and I was like, I know I'm going to fuck Brian, but I need more than just Brian's cock today. That's not going to suffice. No offense. I love your cock more than anything in the world. But when I wake up in those moods, I know I need to be a fucking slut. It's a need. It's not a want. It's a need. Yeah. I mean, there's there are those times when it's like, in, you're just insatiable. And of course, I say that mostly in jest. I understand it's never a need, but it also is one of those things where it's like, if I don't get the release, especially when I know I can have the release, I just, I can't concentrate the entire, my day is shot. It's all I think about. What's well, all that would have been on your mind. Yeah. All day. It, I would have been masturbating all day long. Yeah. We would have been working and I would have been like, hey, I got to take 10 minutes to go rub one out. Yeah, for sure. So, honestly, this was more productive when you really think about it. Yeah. I was I was a more productive person because I fucked a dude in his truck. Yeah, it was like this essential element that you needed to get through the rest of the work day. <laughs> so then the best part is he drives me back, drops me off right by our place, and I walk in and 
<laughs> you're on. I think you're still on a TikTok live, and you're like, oh, I guess Brenna's back. Yeah, like I'd uh, only been gone like 45 minutes. This was not a long session. No, I I expect you to be gone a little bit longer, obviously. So I I wasn't you know expecting you back that soon. But yeah, you came in. I'm like, oh, so you're back, and I guess I'm gonna find out exactly what just happened. So you get off the live, and you're like, what did you do? And I was like, I fucked in a truck. And you're like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> like what are you yeah, like a hundred feet over there. I just fucked in a truck at the back of the complex. Never even occurred to me. <laughs> Overlooking a golf course. It was hot. And I liked the look on your face when you found out about it. That's one of the reasons I've really enjoyed saving all of the details because that surprise and that first initial look on your face when I tell you something like that is very erotic to me. It makes me want you so much. Yeah, it's it's unique because we don't, again, we don't do that often, although I think we need to do it more often. And when it, especially when I don't have a fucking clue what's going on, I have zero information, didn't know who it was with or where it was going to happen or, or how it even came to be or any of that stuff for me i've got all of these thoughts running through my head so finally when i find out about it you know it's overwhelmingly hot oh i loved it i thank that man a lot i hope to see him again oh i'm sure we have some other kind of kinky things planned and i think i'm bringing out a different side of him which is very fun because he's never really been a super kinky dude and you know for him to interact with me it's like you kind of you kind of have to be a perv or this isn't going to work out more than once or twice he also just at this point may not have had as willing a partner yeah. You know, to do those things. So that's that's great. Good for him. Great. Yeah. So anyway, you'll probably hear more about that. And for sure. uh, we're going to be talking on our bonus episode this week, I think, given some teasers of even more fun that we have been having because we've been really slutty, especially you. We have. <laughs> I had the opportunity to play with Nicole before we went to Atlanta and I had not spent physical time with her, intimate time with her for a few weeks because our schedules were crazy, their schedules were crazy, and it just didn't work out. Finally, when we got back together, you know, of course, I get to the to the house and normally she's in a t-shirt or lingerie, and sure enough, she's in lingerie, and it did not take us long. We uh, had not seen each other in a while, and it was on fast. Grabbed the bottle of water from the kitchen, upstairs we went, and <laughs> it was fucking hot. And of course, the best part of this was... Nick was in another room in the house working, so he was there, and he could hear us, but he, he did, couldn't see us. He could hear us, and which is always fucking fun. They're so much. They're a blast, and she is so fucking hot. Well, I think we're going to share some of that on our bonus episode this week, so if you guys want to hear more sexy shit, you need to head on over to patreon.com slash swingers. We do a weekly bonus episode. We also have Sex on Your Terms exclusively available on Patreon. We've had a few of you reach out and ask why you can't just download it anymore, and it's because we reserve it for our Patreon members, because they're fucking awesome to us and very supportive, and we want to provide them with a little bit more of a deep dive into our thoughts on the lifestyle, so you can get all of that there. Again, at patreon.com com slash front porch swingers if you want the naughtier shit you can you can find either of our only fans i am onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers and you are onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy z-a-d-d-y both of those will be in the show notes for you guys and when i tell you that i have some big shit planned on mine you have no idea yeah yours is gonna be fucking crazy people that you have heard talked about on this show are going to be on my OnlyFans. people that i have been dying to fuck are going to be on my OnlyFans, and you guys are going to get to see it all so don't miss that it is going to be fucking amazing i also have the erotic massage from last week already up there so lots of interest in that apparently people want to see me getting rubbed down and you know getting a rub and tug yeah who doesn't what's it called for a woman if it's not (laughs) not a rub and tug it's a rub and rub i guess i guess it's just rubbing (laughs) 
<laughs> multiple rubs. So anyway, we also would love, of course, for you, to, for you to check us out on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, TikTok at Front Porch Swingers, and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. Do not hesitate to book Pod Bash if you plan to come. It is selling like crazy. So that is at podbashevent.com. Again, that will be in the show notes for you. And if you want to check out any of our other events, including Portland, Denver, or our Vegas events, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com. Also, guys, if you want to join us at Splash in Fort Lauderdale after hearing about the fun that we had this past weekend, you can also find that information at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yeah, you do not want to miss any of those events. We've had such a fucking blast meeting people and traveling all over and, and just enjoying all of these different experiences. It's so much fun. We've met so many cool fucking people this weekend. You really don't want to miss out. If you have the opportunity and the interest to go to some of these events, you really, really should. It's worth it. And we have so much naughty stuff planned for the next couple of weeks. And of course, we're going to be sharing all of that with you guys. So make sure you tune into us every Monday afternoon. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.